here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to or welcome back to Tuesday Bro Newsday. You know, it used to be a live call-in show, and it used to be called Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but none of that matters anymore because what we do nowadays is we sort of unpack a little bit of the news as it relates to, you know, the world of vaping, tobacco, tobacco control, tobacco harm reduction, nicotine, and the such as. I'm your freedom-loving libertarian host, Nick. A lot of people call me Grim Green, too. That's perfectly fine. That's acceptable. And I'm here with my, I mean, co-host, the new jam. What's up, Danielle Jones? How are you doing today? Hello. Welcome. Happy election day? Yeah, happy election day. Like, we were just talking before this started. I can't believe it's here. I know. It's happening. Like, today, right now? Today, like it's right actually now. finally? <laughs> it's, it's finally happening right now. I feel like we've been waiting a year. I know. I feel like, you remember that feeling like before episode seven came out and mm-hmm. there was like this anticipation like, and then you're standing in line at the theater and you're thinking, I'm here. It's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. This is literally happening. It's literally happening right now. Yeah. Election day is happening right now. Hope everybody uh, got out there to vote or voted already. Hope everybody votes. Don't want to see any anybody sitting this one out. I want nope. everybody to vote. And, uh, you know, like I always say, vote your hopes. Or like I say in the thumbnail today, vote for science. Because that, that's, a, that's a very reasonable way to go as well. Um, so, yeah, welcome, everybody. Tuesday Bro Newsday. We're going to be going over some news and advocacy and the such as. We're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, you know, because it's election day, I figure we could do a little recap on where uh, where some of these candidates uh, land, right, as far as vaping, uh, nicotine, uh-huh. tobacco harm reduction, uh, things like that. We figure we could do a little recap there. Um, we're going to get into this, uh, this Cochrane Library study that was done about vaping smoking cessation uh you wouldn't think it but there's you know opposition kind of to this from a lot of people from kind of both sides i guess but we'll, we'll get into that we're going to talk about this cochran review uh from the cochran library we're going to talk a little bit i maybe if we have time we're going to get to the the truth initiative <laughs> the truth initiative and their goofy uh their goofy, goofy social media campaign. Yep. It's just so goofy. It's so it weird and so goofy. And we're going to talk about that and animal testing. And I even have that. What One thing that I do have up here is that truth initiative about rethinking nicotine. I feel like that mm-hmm. would be a. a yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, while we're talking about the truth initiative, we just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of slide that in there. But uh Welcome, you guys. It's Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. Or no, it's not anymore. Damn. That's going to take a second. That's it's Tuesday, bro, a... news day. News day. News day. News day. News day. Someday, you know, it's just a matter of time before that becomes normal. And then you look back and you go, Tuesday, bro, Tuesday just sounds weird now. Why like, do we say Tuesday why twice? Why do we say Tuesday twice? It's so weird. It just seems so weird. Um... So let's just jump into it, I guess. The first thing I'm going to throw out there, I throw this out there so many times, a thousand times, Veritas cohort study. It's a study. It's going on. If you can be a part of this, I would love for you to be a part of this. This is for uh, current vapors uh, that have only ever smoked 
less than a thousand cigarettes total in your whole life. So less than 50 packs of cigarettes, but you vape now. There you go. You could be a part of this Veritas cohort study. I'm going to keep throwing that out there and pimping it out until it's until until forever, until it's done, until it's done. So I'll have a link down in the description. You can get involved if you want to. There is still also, Danielle Jones can verify this, an active vape mail call to action. Hasn't been voted on yet. We haven't heard anything. Nothing. The house is being, or yeah, the house is being the house. Yeah, the house is being the house. Didn't they? Ju- they just went on vacation or something like that. I think that they can't even keep track. I feel like they go on vacation and they're like, "Surprise, we're back! Yes. No, we're gone! Now we're here! I don't know what we're doing." Yep, nobody knows what they're doing because it's the federal government. But there is still an active call to action to protect your vape mail. Th- this is a ridiculous bill. Ridiculous yep. bill. It's not going to solve any problems. It's only going to upset people it's only going to hurt smokers who rely on the u.s postal service to get their uh to get their vapes in the mail and their e-liquid in the mail otherwise cigarettes so Mm -hmm. i'll have a link in the description to the casa call to action for vape mail also i don't know if anybody is out there voting in colorado yet but remember (laughs) we're voting no on prop ee in colorado this is going to substantially raise the costs of vapor products um they you know i say this every time but colorado can join the elite ranks of states like california and massachusetts uh new york and new jersey where it's actually more expensive to vape it's more expensive to get the less less harmful alternative than it is to get something that literally kills you (laughs) literally kills you so we're voting no prop ee Colorado. Today's the last day. Today's, li- I mean, yeah, today's literally the last day that you can do this. Uh, I had Michigan on here, but I think the Michigan thing is done and over with, and I haven't heard anything else about the Michigan flavor ban. So is Cassano anything? Been, yeah, there hasn't been any updates. Basically, they had the hearing, and now we're waiting. So that's, um, I spoke to Alex about it because I was doing a bunch of updates for the site. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're basically, at this point... We're, we're continuing to check the page for updates, and when there is something new, we will put it up there. But they had the hearing, and now we wait. Had the hearing, and now hurry up and wait. Yep. Hurry up and wait in Michigan. You know, and Michigan is going to be, you know, I don't know if we want to talk about the, the election too much, but Michigan's going to, Michigan's like a battleground state, isn't it? It is, right? It's one of yeah. the battleground states. Michigan is one of the states that I'm really like keeping an eye on because. The Trump margins there in 2016 were real, real slim. He only won mm-hmm. by like 11,000, 10, 11,000 votes or something like that in 2016. And now after this vaping and vapors and I don't know. I don't know what can happen in Michigan. A oh, flavor ban might that. happen. Okay. Trump won by a, about approximately 11,000 votes. 11,000 votes in Michigan. That's it. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of votes. Uh, and if Michigan goes blue and goes to Biden, that's going to be a that's going to be a huge deal. I think that I think that state is going to I mean not decide the whole election, but I think it's going to be a big a big part of deciding the whole election. It's just so right. exciting. I'm so excited to see what happens, you know? God, it's so exciting. Um Oregon 
if anybody's out there voting in Oregon today, we're voting no on Measure 108 for the same reason that we're voting against Prop EE in Colorado because Oregon wants to join the elite group of states like California where it's more expensive to vape than to smoke. Oregon wants to get there. It's Measure 108. <laughs> Please vote against. Yeah. Boo. I wish I had sound effects. I need more sound right? effects. I need like the crowd booing sound effect. So vote mu- no on Measure 108 in Oregon. Please. Please. Are there any other like active calls to action right now that we should know about? I haven't checked um, in a hot I know minute. Th- I know that one was just issued while I play with tabs for Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. I did see that just come out. Um, okay. Talk amongst yourselves while I Kansas pull it City. Up. Here, let me try. Stop a flavor ban is what it says. So, okay. in the midst of a pandemic, and while all eyes are on a national election, the Kansas City Council is deciding to move forward with an ordinance that would ban the sale of flavored vapor products and other smoke-free nicotine and tobacco products. A hearing is scheduled for tomorrow, Wednesday, November fourth, at nine thirty a.m. on the twenty-sixth floor of the council chamber. All Kansas City members are encouraged to attend this hearing either in person or remotely. If you wish to comment on this ordinance, which you absolutely should, yep. you can show up at the hearing, you can testify by phone, or you can send a message directly by filling out the form that is conveniently embedded into the CASA call to action. Yeah, conveniently. You don't even have to leave the page. You can do it right there. Yep. Fill out your information. We have a pre-written a uh, little script here that you can use. I highly suggest that you customize this though and make it your own mm-hmm. um, and then submit it. And anybody in the Kansas City area should absolutely do this. Yeah, Kansas City. This is like the first thing I've ever heard about Missouri or Kansas City or anything like that. As yeah, far I haven't as like heard anything from Missouri in a while. Yeah, Flavor bans or limiting access or anything like that. Like, interesting, huh? That's interesting that they're jumping on board with that too. Yep. All right. Well, I'll, look, I'll have links in the description to all the CASA calls to actions that are important, but don't rely on me for that. Just join CASA. Go Absolutely. go join CASA. It's free. Maybe you can toss them a couple of bucks while you're at it too. They're, you know, they're they're all self-funded. This is a true grassroots organization. Just go sign up. You get the calls to actions. You get like the weekly heads up emails and things like mm-hmm. that it's good stuff it's just uh just join casa be a part of casa i feel like i don't say that enough stay anymore. informed guys stay informed you know what did gi joe say knowing is half the battle right exactly knowing is and half we, the battle i feel like i can say that casa has a new website that is launching next week what what i've been working on it for the past like I don't know, five months <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, feels like forever, you know. Forever. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be really exciting. I think Sick. we might, uh, we might, if Grim Green agrees, we might even uh, cover it in one of probably not next week, but maybe the week after. Talk oh, about yeah. it a little bit. Show off some for of the sure. kick the tires. Show off sure. some of the new features. Yeah, kick those fancy new tires that Danielle Jones mm-hmm. has worked tirelessly to inflate and tirelessly. assemble and attach to the. I've been hand. Pumping <laughs> myself with just the small bicycle pump. Just tss, right. tss, tss, tss. we're exactly. getting there, you guys. We're getting there. Just tss, keep tss. going. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, shit. Yeah, we'll talk about the new Casa. Talk about the new Casa and join up as well. You know, just join up Casa. I saw Kent Twisted Messes here. Appreciate you being here, bro. Hi, Kent. 
Uh, one more thing I wanted to mention, uh, in addition to the things I've already mentioned, you don't know nicotine. Just going to mention this until until November 20th, worldwide premiere of the movie You Don't Know Nicotine. You can pre-order your digital rental at nonicotine.com, K-N-O-W, nicotine.com. Of course, I'll put a link in the description. I'm so excited for this movie. November is just full of hits. We got election day. Like I got my anniversary and then we got, you don't know nicotine, like November. We have the same anniversary month. You have your, your anniversary is in November. Yeah. It's wait, I have to double check. Oh, don't show this to Josh. No, he doesn't know it either. So we're both fine. Trust me. Okay. Josh and I were together for 10 years before we got married. So I feel like, I yeah. can be excused. Our anniversary is the 23rd of November. Which What's yours? Oh, mine's the 10th. November oh, 10th. Look. Yay, November. November, November, November. November's a, it's a banger of a month, you know, especially this year. We got the election know, on. We got You Don't Know Nicotine. We got wedding mm-hmm. anniversaries. Mandalorian is going to be airing I primarily. know, Mandalorian. We finally watched the first episode, by the way. I haven't watched it yet. I will say nothing. haven't watched it yet. No spoilers. No spoilers for the Mandalorian. It's hard avoiding spoilers for the Mandalorian, by the way. Like existing on the internet, trying to avoid spoilers. It's like, ah, just, you know, you throw your phone. You're like, don't show me that. Just get away. No we'll be spoilers. So many phones. <laughs> no spoilers. Exactly. I set my ringtone to the Mandalorian theme song, though. By the way. Oh, see, that's baller. That's a baller move. I, I needed a new one, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This is what I want to. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to listen to when someone calls me." I see. That's a good move. And at some point, I don't remember over the years, but at one point, didn't you and I both have the Wonder Woman music for our ringtones yeah. on our phone? Yeah. Okay. We yeah. did. We yes. did. Because of my ring, and I my, think... it rang and you called it out. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, did, we both, did we both have the BB-8 text message sounds too? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. I, I use those for a long BB-8 time. Text message sounds. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's adorable. Why do you not want BB-8 text I, message Of tones? course. What would you rather hear when someone texts you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my impersonation, you guys. Yeah. Solid. Are you the understudy for BB-8? I mean, you know, I'm available. I mean, maybe. Um, <laughs> Australia, though. You, <laughs> Australia, <laughs> you hear that, Disney? Uh, Australia, though, the Australian Tobacco Harm Reduction Association, AUTHRA. They, they have a little bit of a call to action uh, for you Australian vapors. They want you to make some submissions for the Senate inquiry on tobacco harm reduction why should you bother look this is serious it says right here the new gener- the new regulations require doctor and pharmacy visits greater cost reduced product range and the closure of most vape shops under the new regulations you need to find a doctor get a nicotine prescription jump through all of these hoops find a pharmacist that stocks nicotine liquid you know and if you import your nicotine you can still get slapped with this $220,000 penalty uh it's kind of unbelievable and this is your chance to you know kind of like we do the calls to action this is a call right. to action in Aust- comment comment yeah comment period it's very much like a co- open comment period from for you know like the fda and things like this right. 
when they have a bill up. This is you're sending a message to the Senate committee, to these MPs in Australia. Here, here's my story. It's your Do story. It Do it and you're cool. Yeah, do it and you're cool. If you vape, it says, if you vape, please tell the committee your story. The committee needs to know that vaping is a genuine life-saving aid to quit smoking that has worked for hundreds of thousands of Australian smokers. The more submissions received, obviously, the greater impact that it's going to have. They have some guidelines, things to include, things not to include, no more than one or two pages, blah, blah, blah. It's all kind of there. And... uh, Everybody should do this. You know, it's yep. one of those things. If you're an Australian vapor, it's going to take you, you know, maybe a few minutes, 10, 15 minutes to put this together. But the impact that you'll have, you know, is huge. That's one of the things I try to stress with the CASA calls to actions. Like, look, it literally takes like a couple seconds. Yeah, a couple se- 15 seconds yeah. maximum yeah. to do these CASA calls to actions. But it is a, it's a really big impact. It makes a... Uh, it makes a really big impact. So hey, let me read this super chat real quick. What do you have to say, Southern Comfort? Trump lost the pop- popular vote nationwide. He won because of the electoral college votes. He had twice as many as Hillary. Yeah. I remember 2016 very well. I remember yep. he lost the popular vote. I remember he won the uh, electoral college. And that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to talk about, you know, political campaign reform now but the you know the electoral college is one of those things that you know because of 2020 and so many people are involved now like people that in 2016 were just non-voting non-contributing you know people non-playable characters i guess and now that everybody's paying attention now people are thinking about the electoral college and like right and it's an interesting debate actually really about whether or not we should keep the electoral college like really interesting arguments for both sides it's an interesting debate it is an interesting debate i i still i don't know i don't know where i land on it but it, it it is an interesting debate ultimately i think i'm in favor of the electoral college oh okay i, I think, think so. i might be against I think, it are you really might, is that where you're landing? i think i might yeah, I think I might like some reforms. Mm. I think I'd be more interested in popular vote and rank choice voting. Okay, yeah, think, rank choice. Yeah. I think implementing those two in my cuz I don't know if you want to get into this or not, but like the the primary argument that I've heard at least for okay. keeping the electoral college is that it prevents if we went 100% popular vote, the politicians who were running would focus on areas where the most people are and that tends to be coastal large cities and so that the poor little sure, you know sure. farmers in Iowa would get forgotten let's say or would not be you know worked as hard because there's less people out there in like the midwest states right but my you know consideration here is that well with the current system that we have it's kind of flip-flopped from that right now like iowa and michigan they're getting like all the attention yeah and the areas where the most people are you know because those a lot of those states historically always go you know one color one or color other. or the other yeah so you know the argument is that it wouldn't be you know necessarily fair attention wise but i actually don't think it's currently fair attention wise so <laughs> i'm interested in what would happen yeah. if we did away with it i see i like that that is very interesting that's interesting and yeah there's always like you can count on california being a blue state for like always right always well, we did have a republican governor but in a presidential race i mean it's you know oh, it's the, the glory days of a republican governor 
I remember that. I remember when Governor Schwarzenegger Arnold Arnold vetoed the vape ban in California. He wasn't a terrible. I don't. Th- I, I mean, know. I don't know a lot about him, but from that standpoint, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't I mean. terrible. Those glorious days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna see how it all shakes out tonight. Anyway, I mean, that's that's the big day. I'm not. I'm trying to not keep people for, away from their news too long. Casey and I kind of made a pact, like. We're going to try to end work as early as possible. And then just, it's just like glued to the news. Yeah. That's yep, it. Just it's election it. okay, day. You're which just one are you watching news. though? Uh, see, there's a few different, I've been relying on mostly internet people. Okay. Uh, I, uh, there's this one YouTube I ran across called uh, let's talk elections. And it's just this 17 year old kid. He can't even vote yet. Right. But he releases these like twice a week videos on like, Here's where we're at right now. Here's what all the polling says. Here's a few of my predictions. Here's the Senate race. You know, here's this race. Here's, mm-hmm. he's, and he, you know, this state. And he gets really in-depth, like, on the counties of the states. Like, and, you know, he proposes these, like, situations that maybe would never arise. Like, how would Biden flip Texas blue? Like, how could he, mm-hmm. how could the, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I've been mm-hmm. trying to rely on, like, non-mainstream news. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I have a feeling we'll get nice and balanced out there. I like to watch the Fox News and I like to watch CNN, you know, mm-hmm. kind of together, I guess. Yep. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of YouTubers streaming. Like I know that Ben Shapiro is going to be streaming and uh, Steven Crowder is going to be streaming. And, uh, you know, I'll probably check in on those streams from time to time. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel really excited about this. I imagine this is how people feel about the Super Bowl. Probably. Right. right? I'm not a sports guy, so... When the Super Bowl comes, I'm like, oh, that's right. Today's the Super Bowl. I kind of forgot, you know? I'm just like, ooh, an excuse to make carby snacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bagel like bites. Go. <laughs> Super Bowl is a cheat day. Yes. But I'm really excited about it. And so that's the, that's the plan. Going to try to finish work as early as possible. And then just boom, glued to the news. Glued to the freaking news. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of being glued to the news... We could kind of recap uh, where some of these politicians uh, land on the subject of uh, vaping, uh, you know, harm reduction, things like that, and the such as. And if we wanted to start with the incumbent, Trump, uh, Trump and vaping have had a complicated relationship. I would say that's true. Yeah, a complicated relationship. I think he reluctantly got kind of... thrust into the vape world um because of melania and Mm -hmm. what's his son's name baron 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 who i'm assuming baron got caught with a vape you know i mean we're guessing (laughs) if i had to guess the sudden interest from melania it had to be personal like there's no way i think there's no way melania just saw the news and and cared and cared so you know (laughs) Cared Maybe we're being unfair, but I don't know. <laughs> and just cared at all, you know. She literally wears jackets that say, I don't even care. Or like, do you even care? You know? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Like My favorite uh, my favorite clips that I always see are Melania, like pulling her hands away from Trump. That makes me chuckle every single time. I don't know why. Like, I'm not, whatever. I'm not going to be here to judge anybody. It just cracks me up when he's like, hold my hand. She's like, oh, fuck you. No. <laughs> She's like, eh, not touching me. 
Um, but Donald Trump and vaping have a complicated relationship. He came out uh, September 11th of last year and basically <sighs> said, I'm going to ban vaping. Kids are dying. Uh, whoever was in his ear, I'm assuming Secretary Azar. Yep. You know, Health and Human Services was in his ear talking about Ivali and talking about people dying. And I don't think he really even knew like what exactly was going on. He was just kind of repeating what his advisors had told him. Right. Uh, and he wanted to just ban it all. That's yep. what he said. He said, I'm going to ban all flavored e-cigarettes. Yeah, it was a national flavor ban. It was like, an, yeah, national flavor ban is what he was proposing. And then he kind of backed off of it, you know. Yeah, after... Uh, the vape community yeah. was like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. That's exactly what happened. He didn't, he didn't back off on it. And this is something I think that is important. He didn't back off on it because he was genuinely interested in smoking cessation or no. genu genuinely interested in adult choice or genuinely interested in the science or anything behind this. He backed off on it really just because of image and votes yep that was it it wasn't the yep. economic impact it wasn't the the health impact it was literally just votes and i feel like now when you know after the fact he, he doesn't need your votes and he's not going to do anything about it well i think i think what we can kind of learn from this is like for all intents and purposes because of how vocal we got, how many messages we sent, blowing mm -hmm. up the White House phones, mm -hmm. the rally that we did, you know, regardless of what you think of ATR, Americans for Tax Reform and Paul Blair, yeah. the messaging that he did, you know, all of that kind of stuff, that made an impact. And that, yeah. I think, scared Trump a little, freaked him out. And mm -hmm. then he wound up doing that big meeting that we all watched, you know, televised on TV that Greg Connolly was there. And yeah, like, yeah, know, yeah. A bunch of other people were there. And then he kind of like, backed off of it but here's the important part i think i think for all intents and purposes we like convinced him this was a bad road for him to go down you yeah know, like banning it yes but what did that actually get us the it, pmta deadline still came yeah nothing went. changed pmta nothing deadline didn't changed. change no nope. he just didn't do that you know ahead of schedule flavor ban and right. so i think what one of my political things in thinking is that you know, even if we have a president that is like friendly enough for whatever reason to our plight as vapors, sure. the president themselves, there's not a whole heck of a lot that they can like literally do. They can try to like influence, you know, their picks for the FDA and they yeah. can veto legislation. But aside from that, you know, if Trump's on our side, what has he actually done? And I'm not trying to rag on Trump. Like, no. that's not my purpose. But I'm just asking you, literally, other than backing down off yeah, the national than... flavor ban, nothing changed. No, nope. you know, nope. nothing, nothing changed. Nothing got better. So I don't know that, you know, people who are vapors who are like, oh, you know, this way, voting, vaping, you know, if you're a single issue voter, I don't know that the presidential election you know, maybe I'm talking out of my ass and of course Biden could probably make it worse. But at the same time, yeah. like even when we've got somebody who's like friendly ish, like Trump is to it, or at least scared enough of us to not poke us. Yeah. He still didn't like save us. You yeah. Know what I mean, he so. didn't save us. He didn't say. And I mean, he used some language that I feel like he thought would appease us, you know, by saying things like, OK, well, we're going to ban pods. 
but he even used the language of like open tank vapor systems, how there wouldn't be a flavor ban for that. And I think by just saying these few simple things, I get the vibe that he just thought, oh, well, now they'll vote for me because I didn't. I didn't he's follow placating. through. Right. Placating. Yeah, he's, placating. Yeah. he's just yeah. placating you a little bit. Like, oh, now yeah. they'll vote for me. But he right. didn't really do anything. He kind of started all of this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he so he like started all of this. You know, he pissed us off and then he kicked the anthill and then ran away from it kind of. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, you know, really do a whole lot else. And yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not telling you who to vote for, you guys. I don't no, want you to think no. that. But I just want you to consider like I don't know, you know, neither of these candidates are going to save vaping. That's what, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. More than likely. I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And then afterwards, this is what I was showing earlier from Rolling Stone. Trump apparently on a phone call with Secretary Azar said, I should have never done that fucking vaping thing. Yep. It was like a big... He kicked the anthill. He kicked the anthill, you know? He, he kicked it. Uh, he saw what happens, and then he just completely backed off. And then he just went back to his, you know, default position of, I'll just ignore it. Right? Basically. I'll just ignore vaping, ignore vapors, hope that, you know, whatever. Hope that resolves itself. Hopefully they still vote for me. Right. And that's where Trump is. And he could have done something. He could have. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do anything. Um, and somebody in chat brought up the point too: is that even if, let's say, for example, even if Trump called up Stephen Hahn or whoever was the current commissioner, FDA right. commissioner at that moment, because <laughs> right, we've right. been through like three in the last year. Sure. Um, even if he called him up and was like, "You need to back like way the hell off of this FDA regulation and PMTA," even if all of that happened, the majority of the like not the majority, but a huge portion of the damage being done right now is on the state and local level. And the yes. president can't do jack shit about yes. that, excuse my language. Yes. So these flavor bans at the local level, at the state level, the president being on our side isn't going to solve any of that because nope. that's up to your local politicians and your state politicians. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It, this is this is an issue. This is a down-ballot issue. This is, you know, everywhere you look at it issue. Mm-hmm. It's not just... Oh, the president can save us. Yeah. yeah. The reality is that you're 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 like your uh board of supervisors, you know, your local board of supervisors has more power. Council. Yeah, city council. Mm-hmm. Your city yep. council has more power locally with flavor bans and vaping than the president does. Correct. A hundred percent. And they can't, you know, your local city council can't ban it nationally or right. You no, know, FDA they can't regulations. Do that. But they can affect your life directly in the yes. area that you live. Even if Trump was like, Yeah, screw the FDA, I'm gonna dissolve it, vaping's a free for all, your city council may still ban flavors. They may yep. still, you know, vote for taxes. They may still do all of these things. So this is important, you guys. Yeah. It's not just, you know, the presidency. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot. That's why you should join CASA and participate in your state and local calls to action. State and local calls to actions and vote locally. This year was the first year that I really ever took local voting seriously. Even in 2016, when I was all proud about, I'm voting for, uh, who is the libertarian guy? Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson's getting my vote. And like, that was the one thing on the whole ballot. I was like, where's the president? Okay, there it is. Now I'm done voting. I didn't look at like any state measures. I didn't look at any local anything. And I should have. 
and I regret it. Yeah, my husband, he trained me early. He was like, we research everything. <laughs> we vote locally. We vote on yep. every measure, every ballot. Yeah. Right. Board of Trustees of the Community College. You yeah. bet we're looking up their Facebook <laughs> page. Yeah. yeah, we are. Deep dive. Exactly. Yeah. But I did that this year, and it feels really good. It feels really good. As yeah. far as, so that's kind of, that's really all there is on, on Trump as far as vaping right. goes. Was right. the 2019, September 11th, 2019. I feel like no vapor is going to forget September 11th, 2019 as yeah. like the day that vaping was just thrust into, I mean, talked about in the White yeah. House. I mean. It was a big yeah. deal. That was like a big... we were already in like the national media because of a volley and all that mm -hmm. nonsense. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, then it became a very political thing. Yeah. Very suddenly. Very real political thing. Uh, if anybody's interested, I did do a recap of that White House meeting. I'll post a link in the description down below, but I did a full recap of everything. Everybody said there was only one thing that I couldn't get because it was too faint. But one of the like, I think it was someone beekman someone from pave berkman meredith okay. oh from, berkman yeah yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. pave you can hear mm -hmm. her you can hear her whispering to someone next to her and it caught it on on the audio of it but it wasn't like i couldn't get it but she's mm -hmm. talking about you hear her say that the kids are getting high they're using these to get high they're just they just want to get high and nobody like drew attention to it or anything she was just like this offhand comment i'm like oh Yep. The kid, they just want to get high. That's all they want to do. Oh, really? Meredith. Yeah. But it was a good meeting. I had a recap for it. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good meeting. I don't know how those meetings usually go, but it seemed like it went, you know. Yeah, I know, right? Fine and normal. Now, if we're going to roll over to Joe Biden's side of the aisle, um, Joe Biden hasn't exactly been a cheerleader yeah. of harm reduction. Uh, I have yep. this article from Bloomberg News. So, you know, take that with whatever stock you give Bloomberg News. Joe Biden says he would halt vaping sales pending more research. So there's a little bit of like a pending more research kind of thing there. Which is like, you know, what a lot of them say. I Wait, mean, right. That that's like the part, yeah. right? Well, more research, probably. Yeah, well, more research. Always more research. Always more research. He says uh, here, he says, there needs to be serious scientific data as to whether or not uh, it has the kind of long-term damage on the lungs and it causes death before we allow it to be sold. That's what Biden said. We have to make sure long-term studies, we have to make sure it doesn't cause any damage to the lungs or it, and it doesn't cause death before we allow it to be sold, period. That's where Joe Biden lands on it. Yep. Yeah. And there's a little clip as well uh, of him mentioning this and talking about this. And it's right here. Now, this comes from uh, Americans for Tax Reform. Uh, so, you know, it, it's it's a little bit biased to the right, but, you know, it, it's, it's still a news source. Uh, and Paul Blair was a, a cheerleader of at least vaping, in in a in a large capacity i don't know if he was he was never like a vapor or a smoker or anything like that he was completely no, but third party atr is a, a champion of like personal freedoms and yeah. personal rights personal freedoms personal rights um so here's a clip of biden at a town hall in somewhere 
I don't know where it was. Wasn't it like Iowa? Was it Iowa? I thought I saw something that said like Des Moines. Ah, yes, you're correct. Iowa on Iowa. And so someone asked him about vaping. Let's just play the clip right now. Hi. Um, my question is concerning the vapor industry. Um, over the past several months, the Trump administration thought over proposed regulations and then recently just came out with a much more narrow plan to target just the products that are the most popular amongst our youth. And it would largely leave small businesses unaffected. Um, my question to you is, is, have you met with any of the small business owners in, the, in that space to see how these regulations impact them or how they think that we should continue forward in order to prevent youth access to these products? The answer is I have not met with any of the particular individual small business people selling the vaping equipment and the kinds of material that you can in include and in, 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 in put in the pipe. But I tell you what, one of the things that, you know, everybody knows who Donald Trump is. We've got to let them know who we are. At least I let them know who I am. And I choose science over fiction. And so if the science is demonstrating it's doing great damage, then I don't care what it does to a small business person who's selling this stuff. If it is damaging lungs, if it's causing the kind of damage that is said and that study's not been fully done yet, if it turns out that it is, then I would eliminate it. I would make it, I, I would go after it in a hard way. I would make it broader, not just where he is. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird when you're playing a clip, it just feels like it's taking 20 minutes to finish. I'm like, is this clip really this long? It's not really that long. So the guy posed the question, have you met with any of these small business owners to see how these regulations impact them? Uh, or, you know, how do you think we should continue forward in order to prevent youth access to these products? And Biden basically said what everybody reported that he said, where he says, I don't care what it does to small business. The actual quote is, I don't care what it does to small businesses, person who's selling this stuff. If it's damaging lungs, if it's causing the kind of damage that is said and that studies have not, and that study's not fully been done yet. But if it turns out like this, I would eliminate it. So that, I mean, yes, that's, a very safe answer, right? If it's bad, then I'll ban it with no further explanation or I don't know. Anything. That was in the midst of Ivali too, wasn't it? Yeah, that was in the midst of Ivali. What was the date on this? Oh, no. Okay. So this is January 2020. So this is post Ivali. Okay. So this is post. Post Ivali. Yeah. But we also have to understand that, you know, from. If you're paying attention, like Biden probably is, to CDC's messaging exclusively, mm -hmm. like their you know website still, I think to this day yeah. says, "Don't vape if yep. you don't have to." You know, don't return to smoking, but also you probably shouldn't vape. So, yes. yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not happy with that. Obviously, like no. that. You know, it's a very you know, don't let people die answer. Right. And that's right. logical, right? right? If a product right. is killing people, he doesn't care how it affects businesses. He wants to save people. Sure. Like on its face, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is that vaping isn't killing people. It's actually saving them. And that's yes. what needs to, you know, yeah. get out there to him or get through the, you know, political sphere or whatever, but it's yeah. not wonderful. He, and he's not great on like, you know, harm reduction and, 
the war on drugs and stuff in general. Mm -hmm. In general, no. I mean, he won't support, to my knowledge, he's not supporting uh, cannabis legalization, only decriminalization. And while decriminalization is great, legalization, in my opinion, would be way better. Would be much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he's... Yeah, he's got a lo- he's got a record, a history of he wants to lock up drug offenders, like lock them up. I've seen so he many clips authored, of him. Yeah, he authored the Senate version of the 1994 crime bill. I mean, that Bill Clinton signed. That is mm-hmm. a true story. Mm-hmm. And that had a lot of really terrible repercussions, especially related to the war on drugs. Um, right. That that's a true statement. Yep. You true can't facts. really deny that. Yep. Yeah. That's what he did. And, you know, it begs the question. I mean, look, I know he was just giving a kind of like a boilerplate kind of answer there. But cigarettes are on the market and killing people. And I feel like someone should have stood up right after that guy and said, "Okay, well, Joe, what about cigarettes? Yeah, those are on the market, sold in virtually every convenience store and grocery store across the republic. And those are definitely killing people. Why aren't we doing science? You know. I feel like someone about, could have raised that. Yeah. <laughs> what about cigarettes? Right. What about how terrible those are? So there's a little bit, I don't know, it's hard for me to say there's a little bit of hope with Joe Biden, but Joe Biden has said the words science and scientific data. And you wonder, like, look, is that just lip service? You know, is this a like case of... Like, if he of, sees the Cochrane review, is that enough science? Right, like, yeah. Is that enough science? Know? Is that enough science to sway you? I mean, how much science do you need? We've got a lot, and I just don't want this to become what the federal government always does, which is just moving the goalposts. Like, Biden can say, oh, I believe in science. I'm going to listen to the scientists. And maybe all the science is never going to be enough for Joe Biden and possibly whoever he may or may not appoint to the FDA. Right. Or whoever, you know, has his ear or he listens to, if he's listening to Matt Myers or, you know, Stan Lance or, you know, so, so it, it's, you know, I think in this day and age saying that you believe in science isn't really good enough because also there's lots of different kinds of science, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like, do you believe in the science that Stanton Glantz does that was retracted from the journal that it was published in? Like, is it that science? Is it that kind of science? You know, and I'm not trying to like muddy the waters here or anything. Like, obviously there are things that we should all listen to, but at the same time, when you get into the kind of science that has a lot of agendas mm-hmm. and is very political or mm-hmm. is very financially related, mm-hmm. things get confusing, which is really hard for a lot of people to understand that, you know, not all researchers are just pure hearted and yeah, you know, just search for the truth. The yep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It's not just a good natured yeah. search for the truth. They're trying to get funding. Yeah. Right. Like researchers yep. need funding yep. and certain kinds of funding gets them more or certain kinds of research gets them more funding, more so. funding. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, I wouldn't have ever been exposed to like, I'm sure eventually I would have, but vaping being a part of the vape, you know, whatever harm reduction community industry. I, I never knew about people like Stanton Glantz that have this like painfully obvious agenda of, yep you know, desiring prohibition and hating cigarettes and hating nicotine and then doing science and releasing papers and studies just to fit their agenda. You know, before this, I was kind of in that like 
scientists only care about the truth. And same. You know, they like being proven wrong because that means more data has been revealed and now they can up, you know, they can up their exactly. understanding. You know, you think it's like this wholesome, they only right. are in the pursuit of the truth when, man, there's some agenda pushing. Oh, there definitely is. And when everybody's fighting for a very small pot of funding, mm -hmm. things get dicey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Michelle Mitten's done some great research on like all the grants that Stanton Glantz gets and like FDA stuff and you know, if you do the kind of science certain people want to pay for, you yeah. know, it's like any other business. If you really, yeah. and not all areas of public health are this way. Mm -hmm. In my mind, tobacco control and the tobacco control area of public health is like the upside down. It is very different than many other areas, not all, but many, <laughs> you know, and you can't always like, for example, infectious disease. Like, I think that there's a little bit more of that purist, like, right. we just want to solve the, you know, or right. even some people, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist person. So, you know, my parents are, you know, a were a doctor and a nurse person. in the oncology. So in cancer research, oh, sure. and like yeah, developing yeah. cancer drugs. Oh, yeah. I, I personally believe that those people literally want to cure cancer. Like, yes. that's what they want to do. And if they get proven wrong, they are the kind of people that are okay with it because they want to cure the thing. Right. So infectious disease and even non-infectious disease is different than the tobacco, definitely control area. Yes. That's that's way more morally motivated. That's behaviorally Super motivated. Hyper morally motivated. Funding, you know, related. Yeah. Because in the in like developing cancer drugs, you know, you get you get bought or your molecule or your, you know, recipe for a new drug gets purchased if it's effective. <laughs> Right. Sure. So sure. The, your incentive is to cure the disease so that you get more money. Right. Right. But in tobacco control. It's opposite. It's not it's not really that way. You no. know what I mean? Well, like, and it's hard. Like, I mean, Bloomberg's just waving money out there going, look, you get one hundred and sixty million dollars. Right. This is all for you guys. Let's do some let's do some science. Here's right. some money. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. And I had never, like before vaping, never really even thought about it. And then post vaping, no. you kind of go, whoa. Right. Like what? It kind of makes you go, what other? What else like, have I been lying yeah, about? Yeah, like what <laughs> else have I? About. Yeah, like what other science like specialties or something out there where people have this like incredibly skewed agenda pushing way of like, releasing data and doing studies to really like fit their needs. Oh, mm -hmm. it's painful. And I'm sure it's not exclusive to tobacco control, but it's definitely, in my experience, the most prevalent there. Yeah, at least, yeah. I mean, that's where I've seen it rampant, rampantly right. running around. And so you can say Joe Biden says he believes in science, but I'm sure you could also ask Stanton Glantz if he believes in science and he'll say yes as well. Right. <laughs> you know, so you kind of have to consider the source. I, You know, the optimist in me, wants to believe that of course that joe biden will listen to science or that his administration will listen to science their right. track record uh eh, doesn't uh could i sketchy mean there. he supports fauci more than trump sketchy does there. so yeah i mean there well, is I mean, that but and that's important too and that's one of the you know vaping uh, it's only because it's tobacco control and it's a politicized issue but like the pandemic shouldn't have been a politicized issue and it just was i agree and what should have happened is trump should have just never spoke and been like here's fauci like 
He's studied, he's worked his entire life as an infectious disease right. expert. Right. Let's listen to him yeah. and see what he has to say. And that's how right. it should have been done. It should have never been, you know, we get this targeted messaging in the United States. I know. We get this targeted messaging. It's it's infuriating. So that's where Biden kind of stands, I guess, on some uh, some science. Now, if we were going to talk about, I'm going to say her name wrong, Kamala Harris. You got it. Ah, Kamala. Kamala Harris. Uh, now, I think I talked about this in a vlog recently, so there's not we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on it, but I was kind of apologizing to Southern Comfort. I see you there in the chat. We're going to get to your super chats in a second. But Southern Comfort had mentioned that Kamala Harris wants to ban vaping, and I thought, I've never really seen anything from her. Oh, she does. Well, yeah, I've never seen anything from her where I thought, oh, that from that statement, she definitely wants to ban vaping, or she's never just come out and say, I want to ban vaping, you know? I, I just want to do it. But there was this letter and this is the this is the most damning evidence I can find for for uh, for Harris over here is that Harris and Feinstein. But the big headline says Harris, Feinstein and colleagues slam FDA's e-cigarette policy riddled with loopholes for flavors that appeal to children. And you don't even have to read the rest of this. No, you know what that is. <laughs> you know nope. what this is all about. You can go down to the bottom and see everybody who's here. Let's see. Jeff, Jeff Markley, Democrat. Ed Markley, Democrat. Sherrod Brown, Democrat. Richard Blumenthal, Democrat. Tammy Baldwin, Democrat. Democrat. Jackery, Democrat. Ben, Democrat. Sheldon is a Democrat. Maria is a Democrat. Maggie's a Democrat. Patrick's a Democrat. They're all Democrats. All across the bottom. Everybody that signed up this, this letter to the FDA saying that Trump's flavor ban didn't go far enough. Right. And it needs to go farther and it needs to be banned and there needs to be no exceptions for open vapor tank systems and there needs to be no exceptions and there all flavors must be banned. So I mean that's where <laughs> that's where no, she lands on it. No. No, I can actually remember working yeah. for a company in California back in like this was oh, this was probably like 2015 or something like a while ago uh i think the deeming had deeming regs had been announced but like nothing was somewhere in that arena 2014 15 somewhere mm -hmm. in there mm -hmm. and as the california attorney general she sent out letters to vape manufacturers in the state with no authority whatsoever but just basically telling us that we should stop selling flavors just because she thinks so <laughs> what like what there like was not no, even like in an official capacity or no, anything. it was totally official. It was right. on her oh, letterhead okay. and everything. But okay. she had no like she had no authority to demand it, basically. There was no right. law backing it up. Yeah. She just sent a letter like, <laughs> I really think that you should stop. You should probably stop. You should probably stop. Because children probably... like flavors. So would you please stop? Would you please stop? Basically the gist of the and I, we're like go, <clears throat> What? 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 Yeah. Like, do we have to listen? No. Okay. Mm -mm. We don't have to listen to her. Okay. Good. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. But she was part of this. Harris. She was. Feinstein. Lots of people. <sighs> California. I, you know. Truthfully, Harris and I Feinstein are both Californians. They are. They are. But truthfully, when we're talking about any politician, I don't care what side of the aisle they're on. They're all. For the most part, if they're if they have, you know, the the 
anti-stance on vaping, it's usually because they've been misinformed and yes. they're listening to the wrong people. Yep. I don't necessarily think it's because they are a Republican or a Democrat. Yep. It is true that by and large, you know, Republicans tend to be more supportive and Democrats tend yes. to be more against it. You will find exceptions to that rule. It's yep. not a steadfast rule. Yep. However, it's actually it doesn't really make sense if you think about it, because Democrats historically are on the side of drug harm reduction. So like yes. needle exchange programs, safe injection sites, you know, methadone mm -hmm. clinics, they, mm -hmm. they're typically the more progressive on those sorts of issues. But yes. whoever they're listening to is not you know, doesn't make the connection. They're probably listening to the public health people. They're probably listening to the yeah. ants people. They're probably yeah. listening to parents against vaping and that sort of thing. And I'm sure so, without even reading the letter that Feinstein sent you guys, I'm sure something was mentioned about, you know, the harms of vaping, that, right. you know, it I'm may sure. be Evoli or something in there. That's right. probably what's in their ear too. Of course, of course. Like these, you guys, these people are misinformed. They're yes. not, I don't believe that, the majority of people are not inherently evil and are just trying to make your lives miserable. Right. They are misinformed. Yes. And as their constituents, it is our job, <laughs> if we have none other, it is our job to re-educate them, which yes. is why you need to contact them and follow calls to action and have yes. meetings with your board of supervisors and your city councils. We have to re-educate them. That is literally what we're here to do. Yeah. And nothing is going to change until that becomes the big focus. Dang. Motive inspirational, Sorry. inspirational Sorry. from Daniel. No, that's perfect. Get that soapbox out, stand on it, point your finger. This is what we need to do. They are misinformed yeah, completely and we need misinformed. to re-educate them. Yes. And you know, I, I, this kind of goes along with thinking that scientists are objective and only want the truth is I feel like yes, there's loads of senators, loads of lawmakers that are misinformed. But then you come to someone like Cuomo who can go on television and say that vaping's better than smoking. Yes, but so what? That That's setting a new precedent of like, I'm acknowledging that it's better, but I just don't care. I'm acknowledging right. that this is safer, but I'm just going to straight up deny it. And that's where like the ignorance comes in of like people that don't understand that you can have a product and we're going to talk about this later, but you can have a product that has a net positive health benefit for one group of people. Let's sure. say, for example, adults sure. who smoke and it can be a net negative for another group of people, let's say young adolescents, and both can be true, but you can manage that. Right. Right. Yes. You can manage that. We have yep. all kinds of products that are good for some, not recommended for others. Yep. And we manage that. We manage to keep this group of people away from it. Right. And we manage to offer it freely and available to, to this group of people. Right. It's called nuance. <laughs> so there are people nuance. that are misinformed. And then there are people, perhaps like Cuomo, who don't understand nuance, basically. Yes. And yeah. can't relate this thing is similar to that thing and we do that one so we can do this too yes damn nuance that's really the the message of the day that's really the message of all of tobacco control is nuance and that's the hardest thing to get people on board with yeah it's because really it's difficult. hard it's not easy it's not people want like do this 
Yeah. This is black and white. Good, bad. Yay or nay. Good yep. or bad. Right. Yep. You know, and this is not that. This it's is, not always oh, that. So much. This is Fifty Shades of Grey, you guys. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Did you hear that? <laughs> but yeah, nuance. Nuance. Kamala Harris, apparently no nuance. Feinstein, nope. no nuance with this. Nope. It, it'll be real interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be real interesting. The next four years are going to be real interesting regardless. I mean, if Trump gets it, what's he going to do for vaping? What can he do for vaping? You know, FDA, sure. I don't know if Biden's going to appoint a new head of FDA, which may or may not happen, could happen. So who's that going to be? Here's my dream is that if Biden wins, he he, he re-pulls Scott Gottlieb to be FDA commissioner and then that's like my perfect scenario uh, because Scott oh, okay. understands a little bit of the, the nuance, nuance yeah. much more. And yeah. I think people would listen to him. I think Biden would actually listen to him if he said X, Y, Z flavors, pods, tobaccos. There's a difference. Open vapor, vape shops. Interesting. I think interesting. he would uh, respond to that. Okay. That's, that's just interesting. A, now, would he leave that sweet, sweet Pfizer money, though? Sure, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. But I see, I see, you are right. Is I rage against Scott, got like Scotty yeah. G with me the too. Yeah. Scotty my G. That's nickname for him. Yep. Um, I rage against him, but to his credit, he understands the nuance better than probably almost any other public figure who's yeah. willing to talk about it at least. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, 2020 election, that's kind of where we stand on some of these candidates. Remember, you guys vote your hopes. I saw the chat getting a little heated up. I think we can all uh, take a break now. Just simmer. Count, just simmer down. Simmer, 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 simmer down. I'm going to do a couple of these uh, super chats that popped in while we were talking there. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, sorry, Southern Comfort. Michigan is pink. Looks like Trump is ahead right now. Ooh, Michigan's pink. Uh, Biden's ahead in Kentucky. All right. I like these Southern Comfort uh, updates here. Uh, uh, live updates live from updates. our... Um, what he's our um our correspondent yeah our co- out in the field <laughs> our southern cor- comfort. correspondent in the field southern comfort uh we got one from connects fan appreciate that hi grim appreciate your advocacy work met you at the 2019 dc rally and shilled the carbonite rda for fun but couldn't make it to the 2020 rally uh thanks to a car crash <sighs> Sorry about that. Uh, hope you don't burn yourself out on all the great work you do. I probably will. You know, I think after this, I'm, I'm due for a break. Like in a few weeks, I'm just going to take a week off. Like that's an important thing to do. Self-care, very important. Southern comfort, that's very gracious of you. Dems want to get rid of e-cigs because they lost in 2016. This country is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Oh, I know. Oh, electronic oh, no. ele- electoral college. Electoral Sorry. College, yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Electoral college. I see EC and my brain goes to like science electronic studies cigarette. and I think I electronic know. cigarettes. Electoral college because they lost in 2016. This country is not a democracy. It, you're right. It is a constitutional republic. Uh, uh, electoral college decides the election. Our votes are suggestions. Yeah. Well, yes. I don't want my vote to be a suggestion. How about that? It's still a suggestion in certain circumstances, not in every circumstance. It's a suggestion, but I heard someone make a good reference to like, I know we've talked a lot about the election and the Super Bowl, but the election 
for the most part, is already decided. We're just waiting to see who the, who the, they announce as the winner. You know, all these votes are cast. If you voted red in California, good luck. If you voted blue in Florida, good luck. You know, so a lot of these things are already decided. Right, we're just waiting. We're just waiting yeah. to hear. You know, we're just waiting to hear the results. Except for a few states, which do tend to flip back and forth, right? The yeah. battleground states. Battleground states. But if everybody's individual vote, here's my little argument here for the electoral, you know, yeah. <laughs> abolishing the electoral Abolish college. the electoral college. If it was popular vote, then every single person, you know, if you voted red in California, it would matter. Yeah, you know what it I mean? would. Yeah, it would be a red vote. Yeah. Shit. I mean, talk me out of it, but I'm no, leaning in I know. one direction. That's a good, that's a good, know? see, I'm going to have to, do, I'm going to have to read into this more about the electoral college. I still think I'm on the side of the electoral college, that's fine. but we'll we see. We can still be friends. I know. Uh, Dwight, that's very gracious of you. Welcome to the apocalypse, baby. I know. It's not going to be the apocalypse. It just feels like it. Uh, Southern Comfort, Harris will ban it in the first 100 days. Guns too. Uh, I can't speak to guns. I don't know where she stands on guns. I'm assuming I can guess where she stands on guns. I don't know. Do you think the vice president in the first hundred days of office will instantly ban vaping? Uh, no, I, don't I don't think, think so. I don't think the president's going to do anything with vaping. I don't think the president's <laughs> going to do. Yeah. I don't think the president's going to do zero with vaping in the first 100 days. I see the president doing zero with vaping in the first year. Right. Maybe longer. Jake Scrapwood, that's very gracious of you. I don't care who wins. Wishing for a president to fail is hoping for our country to fail. Heavy words. Heavy words from Jake Scrapwood. I'm inclined to agree with you. Southern Comfort, check out Mr. Reagan. He is a Crowder slash Mark Dice type. Mr. Reagan? All right, I'll check out Mr. Reagan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a louder with Crowder subscriber. I haven't joined the Mug Club, but I'm a supporter. I like Steven Crowder for the most part. Um, Trump took Virginia. Biden took Kentucky. All right. There's some election updates. Decision 2020. Bum, 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 bum. I wish I had music or something. Chase and Clouds and Flavor Reviews. Thank you for giving us the information, my dude. Look, we're trying. We're trying our best. Light bearer. Light bearer? Oh, it's very gracious of you. I know, I know we do need to look at maybe multiple days of voting. Have you seen the polls? I don't know why election day isn't a national paid holiday for everybody in the country. I agree with that. It should be. It should be, right? It should be. We should get as many people as we possibly can to vote and give everybody equal opportunity to go vote. And every state should have like what California has, which is a like one time opt in permanently to voting by mail. Yeah. Yep, that's like what I did. Like, if you, you know, work too much, if you work, like, the type of job where, you know, every day's paycheck matters and you just can't even, you know, I mean, a paid holiday would help with that, but childcare, disabilities, sure, any yeah. of these things that prevent people from going out and waiting sometimes hours in line hours. at a place. Hours. Yeah. No, I've voted by mail for the last, like, decade. Yeah, me too. Uh, we got one more uh, election update from Southern Comfort. It looks like Trump took Kentucky. Okay. Well, there you go. I feel like Kentucky was a safe, safe red state yeah. to yeah. begin with, right? Pretty safe red state that. to begin with. Yeah. Um, so let's move away from politics just a little bit here. And let's talk about 
Uh, the Cochrane Library releasing this study here, uh, Electronic Cigarettes for Smoking Cessation. This comes from the Cochrane Library, and this is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a pretty big deal. Now, I, I was trying to dig into it. I don't know much about the Cochrane Library. Do you have any information like uh, that you're willing to share? They're pretty as prestigious. As far as what they do? Yeah, very prestigious. Right. They're, they're quite prestigious. Um, and my understanding is, and a lot of this is based on that interview that we're going to talk about, but my mm-hmm. understanding is the Cochrane Library, I believe, primarily does does what are called meta-analysis, yes. which is essentially they analyze all of the studies that are available on a particular topic and come yes. up with kind of gen- a general consensus. So it's analysis of studies, basically. They're not doing new studies. They're looking at a group of studies that exist on a topic yeah. and then kind of analyzing them and making, you know, generalizations essentially about what the data is saying yes yes uh uh brent stafford and i've heard a lot of people call them this like the gold standard of research because they're not like danielle said they're not just looking at one new study one paper they do i mean meta-analysis yeah really i mean that's the best best way to say it's a meta-analysis and this newest update of their electronic cigarettes for smoking cessation is just that it's an update right of their 2016 data they did this similar thing in 2016 yes came to basically similar conclusions but they said what did they say something like you know it's we don't have quite enough data right right so basically they had uh, in 2016 they had what they called a low certainty evidence that electronic cigarettes and nicotine you know help cessation sure now this new update there is a moderate certainty evidence so yeah. they've actually there's there's a spectrum right of how certain they are about something based on the available data it went from low certainty so we're in the right direction but yeah. there's not a lot of data Right. Now we have a little bit more data, so now we're at moderate certainty. So it's an improvement, definitely, yes. over the 2016 analysis, mm-hmm. primarily because of that big study that came out, the the you know very prestigious random controlled trial that showed that vaping was almost two or two and a half times as effective as NRT for smoking cessation. It's yes. primarily because of that study. Yes. Um, that they did this update and they have said that they're going to be doing more frequent updates rather than like every, you know, what is it? Four years or something. Yeah. They're going to try to do it more frequently. That's, but that's what, what's going on. Yeah. They're so, looking. Yeah. So Jamie, Jamie Hartman Boyce is the tobacco person. She's a senior fellow, a senior research fellow for the Cochrane library. And she was on with Brent Stafford. I'll post mm-hmm. a link in the description to the regulator watch video. I think everybody should watch this video. You should watch this video a hundred percent. It's great. It's it's a little it's like forty minutes long, so it's whatever. Look, Tuesday Bro Newsday is long. I get it. It's about forty minutes long. Uh, and you can just watch it like two times speed and just get through it. And it's really, really good. There's a lot of really great information in there. But the you know, one of the things that she was saying, or I don't know if she was saying or if I was reading it from the Cochrane Library, is they exclude some studies like they have their own standards of quality and integrity for the studies that they use and so they'll they'll take they'll say okay we're looking at randomized control trials and it's like a huge catch-all net and then they go well this one's really biased this way this one didn't report correctly 
this one is this, this one is that. Flawed methodology. Yeah, flawed methodology. And so this really is like the 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 gold standard of this is a you know this is the best studies. This is our analysis of the absolute best studies and most possible information you can possibly get. And here's our you know here's our our whatever our hot take on it. Right. And that's one thing that she said on Regulator Watch too was that, like you said, the information just is going so fast and moving so fast that these smoking cessation reports are going to become like a monthly thing. Right. More information, they go every month, they're going to reevaluate, 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 right. reevaluate. So you always have the most up to date data. I wrote real big in my notes thorough. They're thorough, right? Yep. Very thorough. Yeah. Any possibility of bias, weak methodology, it's right. just gone. They're experts at studying studies. Yeah. Studying studies. It's the study of studies. A meta analysis. I just like that word. Mm-hmm. Meta analysis. And so one thing that uh, the Cochrane Library does, which I really appreciate, is Sure, you can look at this whole big study, electronic cigarettes for smoking cessation. You know, you can go through this the whole song and dance of, you read the background, you read how they did it, you read the, the this, and then you read how they collected all the data, and then you read all these results. But one thing that they do, Danielle, I just love this, is they include at the bottom, plain language summary. Right? Just plain yep. language summary. They have this sort of point of view of like, it's, it's in like, layman's terms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's what we found. <laughs> exactly. In layman's terms. If you terms. don't know how to read medical jargon, <laughs> right? Here is it in plain English. Here's here here here's how it is so you can understand it. Here's how it is so you can understand it. So, in their plain language summary, they go over, you know, stuff that we already know. What's an electronic cigarette, you know? Oh, it's a handheld device that works by heating liquid and this, that, and the other. Why did we do this Cochrane review? Uh, they say stopping smoking lowers your risk of getting lung cancer and other diseases, but people may find it difficult to quit. We wanted to find out if using e-cigarettes could help people stop smoking and if people using them for this purpose experienced any unwanted effects. Brilliant. A noble purpose. A noble purpose. What did we do? I love the way that they, what did I we do? Know. Here's what we did. So it says they searched for studies uh, that looked at the use of e-cigarettes to help stop people smoking. Uh, it says they looked for randomized control trials, which I feel is really important, but there might be yep. some pushback from other people on that. Uh, it says they looked for randomized control trials in which the treatments people received were decided at random. This type of study usually gives the most reliable evidence about the effects of a treatment. We also looked for studies in which everyone received an e-cigarette treatment. What we're interested in finding out, how many people stopped smoking for at least six months and how many people had unwanted effects. When they say unwanted effects, that's like Negative side effects. Right, like negative side effects, how right. they felt or, or something like that right. afterwards. So what are the results of this review? More people probably stop smoking. I like that they use probably. Yeah. <laughs> They're just very matter-of-factly with it. Probably. More people probably stop smoking for at least six months using nicotine e-cigarettes than using nicotine replacement therapy. Hmm. Or nicotine-free 
e-cigarettes? Probably. Nicotine e-cigarettes may help more people to stop smoking than no support or behavioral support only. I feel like that's a that's a hard yes. Yeah. It has to than no than no support. Just cold turkey has to. Right. That's would be and then even just behavioral support. So therapy only. You know? Yeah. It has to. Has to. Has to be more effective than that. Uh, they say we are uncertain. If there is a difference between how many unwanted effects occur using nicotine e-cigarettes compared with using nicotine-free e-cigarettes. Okay. Nicotine replacement therapy, no support or behavioral support only. Similar low numbers of unwanted effects, including serious unwanted effects reported for all groups. So what does that mean? That basically means nobody reported anything, right? Well, it means that there were things reported, but that they were no different between all of the categories being nicotine e-cigarettes, non-nicotine e-cigarettes, so zero milligram, NRT, and behavioral. Everybody from all groups had some unwanted, even serious effects. So they're not... They're not drawing any causation to any one of the treatments or right. therapies. Sure, it's just, sure. It, w- it wasn't unique to anyone is what they're saying. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. It says uh, the unwanted effects reported most often with nicotine e-cigarettes were throat or mouth irritation, headache, cough, and feeling sick. These effects reduced over the time as people continued using nicotine e-cigarettes. And so I identify with this because when I first started vaping, I got headaches. Mm -hmm. Did you get headaches when you first switched? I've never been a headache person, really, in general. I have a very low threshold. Is that your superpower? I I just almost never get headaches Mm. unless I'm like really dehydrated or very stressed out. That's Mm. the only. I got a migraine one time. Mm. Okay. So no headaches for (laughs) no, no headaches for Danielle. Coughing, feeling sick, yes. none of those. Th- I cough. When I first vaped, I mm-hmm. coughed crazy because it yeah. was so different than smoking. Like mm-hmm. vapor feels different in your lungs than smoke does, yep. even though smoke is like terrible. Yeah. But I coughed at first because it was a weird, you know, then after like a day or two of doing it, you're not coughing anymore. Yeah, but it right. was bizarre at yeah, first. It goes, yeah, it, it does go away. And see, I had all of these things. I got headaches really bad when I first switched. And, okay. I, and I thought it was because I had too high of a nicotine. Like I went to 36 milligram, like right out of the gate, oh, like okay. non-salt okay. nick because it didn't exist. Right. But 36 right out of the gate. I right. thought, oh, maybe I'm having too much nicotine. That's what these headaches are coming from. This coughing, probably the same thing. I felt yeah. under the weather, like not sick, sick, but like huh. ill-ish for like, okay. I don't know, like a week or so. And eventually it all went away. I just kept vaping, headache goes away, cough goes away, feeling sick goes away. But I think if you're just vaping, now I'm not a doctor. Just want to go on the record, say I'm not a doctor. I think that's caused by quitting smoking. I think it's like a detox thing. Like it very well could be right. You're I mean, suddenly there are, not there are getting plenty of, yeah. A lot of people cough up a lot of mucus when they first quit smoking yeah. because your lungs are actually capable of essentially cleaning themselves more effectively now. Yes. So they go through and clean and they're not being damaged by the smoke. So a lot of people cough up really gross stuff yeah. in like the month after they quit smoking and that's considered normal. Yes. Yeah. And so I kind of identified with that when I thought, Oh, okay. These vapors, they, they might have had a headache. They might have had a cough. They might have felt sick. I felt all right. of those same things. 
and you know they eventually went away. Um, Cochrane Library says, how reliable are these results? Our results are based on a small number of studies, and in some, the measured data varied wildly. We are widely, mo- wi- widely, widely. Hi, dyslexia. That's a good one. We are moderately confident, moderately confident that nicotine e-cigarettes help more people to stop smoking than nicotine replacement therapy or nicotine-free e-cigarettes. However, these results might change if further evidence becomes available, which yes, they should change if more evidence becomes available. We are less confident about how nicotine e-cigarettes compare with no support or behavioral support to stop smoking. Our results for the unwanted effects are likely to change when more evidence becomes available. So they're less confident about nicotine e-cigarettes quitting with them compared to just cold turkey or just behavioral support. Is that what yeah, I'm, I'm reading kind of there? Surprised. We are less confident about, about how nicotine e-cigarettes compare with no support or behavioral support to stop smoking. Maybe they have less research. I think the majority of the research is comparing it to NRT. So mm-hmm. there's probably just less research comparing it with cold turkey or behavioral only. Maybe okay. that's what they're saying. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, I get that. Because their confidence level is based directly on the number of, of studies and the available data, basically. Right. Which is why they're so um, you know, diplomatic in their language. They're very neutral if you read this. You know, it doesn't sound amazingly yeah. positive because that's not what they do, right? And I know you have a, a thing right. about that that you want to talk about. Uh, well, right, yes. And we'll get there. Keep so their key messages here, and they say nicotine e-cigarettes probably do help people to stop smoking for at least six months. They probably work better than nicotine replacement therapy and nicotine-free e-cigarettes. They may work better than no support or behavioral support alone, and they may not be associated with serious unwanted effects. I feel like that's a pretty cut and dry statement. They end it like scientists should, where they say, however, we need more reliable evidence to be confident about the effects of e-cigarettes, particularly the effects of newer types of e-cigarettes that have better nicotine delivery. Uh, See, I think that when they do updates to this, I think it's, you know, I'm biased, but I think it's just going to reinforce this. It's going to go from moderately confident to i don't know what's the next (laughs) i don't know what language they use what language do they use what's above moderately confident you know pretty confident pretty confident and then like super confident and then like totes confident totes confident that's my (laughs) levels that i've just made up you could just see the the cocker library library. (laughs) you could just see them going we're we're super confident <laughs> super confident but it's true i think it, as they continue to as they continue this and we start doing studies where now people have the option of like a 50 milligram salt nicotine or like a jewel or something i think that's going to just further reinforce this uh, you know kind of the anecdotal evidence that we already know of yeah people accidentally quit smoking with vaping Smokers who have no intention to quit will pick up a vape and go, oh, I'll just use this. Yep. That's cool. This is easy. I'll quit accidentally. And this is uh, 
This is a pretty big deal coming from the Cochrane Library. This is one of those things where as soon as I saw it, I kind of went, okay, like you guy, like every, can more people listen can now? More people, yeah, can more people listen to this right now? Like everything's not going to turn around right away, but this is just another right. thing where it's like, look, 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 Cochrane Library. Like this is a prestigious gold standard of research mm -hmm. and, you know, and meta analysis. And these are the conclusions they're coming to. And uh, I think it's really great. And like I said, uh, what's her face? Jamie Hartman Boyce. She was on uh, Regulator Watch. She was on Go Regulator Watch, watch that, with Please Brent Stafford. It. Yeah, it's a really great interview. Um, really great interview. And one thing that I love about, what's her name? I keep forgetting her name. Jamie Boyce, Jamie Hartman Boyce is, she's just such an optimist, you know? And I don't know if that's just how people are who work at the Cochrane Library or whatever, right. but she was very optimistic because Brent even showed her like, well, look, this is the U.S. government's website on, va you know, on quitting smoking and there's no mention of vaping and, right. you know, use NRTs and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And her response was basically like, well, you know, maybe that trying to be an optimist. She's like, maybe right. that data is like out of date and they need to right. update their website. And hopefully they'll update their website with based on our meta analysis right. and our information, like this very positive you know, like you want it's to believe true. all scientists are like, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, that, like, right. Hopefully they'll catch up soon. Hope, yeah. Hopefully they'll catch up soon. Now, what are the odds you think of this Cochrane library meta analysis getting into the ear of anybody in tobacco control or having it be a positive kind of thing? I, mean, so I want to believe some of it already. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't great. It wasn't uh, great. So we know, for example, Stanton Glantz's opinion yeah. was basically, this doesn't matter. No one should care. Yeah, that is this the doesn't synop matter. That is no the plain language care. synopsis of his opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'll show but, you Stanton Glantz's blog. We don't have to go there, but I can show yeah. it on the screen. Uh, and he just basically said, new Cochrane review concluding ESEGs used as clinical therapy increase quitting is not relevant to assessing e-cigs in the real world, which yeah. goes, it goes directly against what the Cochrane Library themselves what say, was saying, what this, what this girl was saying goes right. directly, I mean, almost directly. She said, oh, we're looking for randomized controls because these are the best and, you know, observational has its limitations and blah, blah, blah. And then you get to right. Stanton Glantz's blog and he's like, nope, observational is the only way to go. Randomized right. control trials don't mean shit. It's like he just took the opposite approach because it's Stanton Glance and like. Well, <laughs> and after years of public health people being like, vaping doesn't have random control trials, yeah. so all yeah. of your stuff is BS. Yeah. And now we've got a couple, and they're like, they don't count because they're not relevant. And yeah. I don't know if it's worth doing. Like, I feel bad for people in the chat. Can we quickly go over like the difference between a randomized controlled trial and like an observational study is just for, you know, sure. any, okay. Sure. So a random controlled trial, you guys, is essentially a trial where you've got groups of people to simplify it. Let's say two groups of people. So the study collects, you know, 10 people and at random, they select five for one group and five for the other. 
and they give one group, for example, a nicotine containing e-cigarette mm-hmm. and have them try mm-hmm. to quit smoking with that. And the other group, they try to give nicotine gum and then they watch them for a period of time and see what happens. That's a random controlled trial. So it's controlled. They've selected people at random. They choose which thing they use. So in drug trials, you know, if they're, they'll do a placebo group and the group actually getting the drug. So sure. that would be a random controlled trial for sure. like, you know, a chemotherapy drug or a malaria drug or whatever it is. Um, an observational study is essentially just having people kind of you know, perhaps do what they would normally do and just watching them over time and bringing them in to report you know things that are happening basically right so you're not necessarily picking who does what you're not telling right. them you're not giving them instructions it's not as controlled and it's definitely not as random you're just observing people sure so there are arguments about which ones are better in most treatment and pharmaceutical therapy scenarios rcts which are the random controlled trials are the best ones right because you at random pick some people give each one a thing see which one works better like there's there's less bias the idea is if it works it'll work under these circumstances if it works it'll work with randomly with anybody right exactly exactly and so there's a debate about for, for you know vaping specifically whether or not these random control trials are in fact the best for vaping they're the best for medications and for treatments and therapies but there's a little but. bit of controversy in tobacco control and within our own community as well about whether or not that's actually true mm. because in a random controlled trial for example These uh, the people who are given uh, vaping, you know, electronic cigarettes, for example, they're not necessarily following the path that a normal vapor might, which is they go to a vape shop, they get, you know, friendship and support from vape shop employees. They perhaps join a Facebook group. They perhaps become a fan of Tuesday Bro Newsday and watch us. They are in, you know, groups and chats and friends that you know that is missing from that equation right Right. it's just a a researcher giving them an e-cigarette and saying use this for six months and and keep coming in and tell me what happens yes so on the one hand without all that other stuff that an observational study might gather because that's the a lot of times the natural progression of people who use vapor product not everyone but a lot of people you're not able to see that Um, And so there are certain people within the community that argue that random control trials, because they can't account for that, you know, they're underreporting the success rate because that's missing from the equation. But then you've got Stanton Glantz and other people who are saying, you know, basically the same thing, that it's not as reliable because it's not real world conditions, which is true, right? You just, you pick it up on your own most of the time, you figure it out, et cetera. Um, and they're saying they may be overestimating it because that's not real world conditions. So, you know, there's, it's, it's like the same argument, but with two different outcomes, you know, one thinks it's underreported, one thinks it's overreported. So, (laughs) you know, there's, there's debate here about, and you know, I can see the pros and cons, right? Like, I think we need both. I think we need RCTs and we need observational. I think that my biased opinion is that both of them is going to show a higher success rate Mm -hmm. than NRT or cold turkey or whatever it is. One of them may show a more higher rate than the other, but I still think, you know, thus far they're both better. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was long. 
Absolutely. No, it, it, really important. That is the difference. So for example, like the Veritas cohort study that I throw out is an observational study, That's not correct. a randomized control trial. Study. They're looking for people who are already naturally fitting into Users. a certain criteria on their yep. own. Observational. So despite these, you know, conclusions that the very prestigious Cochrane Library comes to, uh, there's been some comments and some kind of back and forths on both sides. Uh, Jim McDonald did a great little write-up of it on Vaping 360. It's great. I'll link to that in the description as well. I even saw tweets from Cancer Research UK tweeting out this saying, here's the latest e-cigarette research briefing now, mm -hmm. e-cigarettes for smoking cessation. They're like, here it is. It's the Cochrane Review and it's a big deal. And Cancer Research UK is tweeting it out. There was even a, uh, a group of people expert reactions expert reactions to the uh to the cochran library review of it and i wanted to share some of those uh i don't know who this first person is professor lion lion shahab professor of health psychology co-director of the ucl tobacco and alcohol research group university of college london those are his credentials uh he says this review from Cochrane Collaboration is one of the main stalwarts of evidence-based medicine. Confirms their earlier findings that e-cigarettes are an effective smoking cessation aid, which are safe to use at least in the short term. This review conducted by... Oh, there's a typo here. Mm -hmm. oh, that's interesting. Conducted by a group of well-respected international experts now expands on previous conclusions by finding that e-cigarettes not only increase quit rates compared with placebo, but also with active treatment, namely standard nicotine replacement therapy such as nicotine patches. Yeah, this is reassuring as there is very strong evidence that NRT is effective. There is very strong evidence that NRT is effective. Further underlying the utility of e-cigarettes as a tool of smoking cessation, updating their confidence in these findings from previously low to now moderate certainty evidence. The authors also did not detect evidence of serious harms from electronic cigarettes, which should reassure policymakers and health bodies that electronic cigarettes have an important role to play in reducing the burden of combustible tobacco cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, 100%. And that's why, you know, going back to how optimistic she was, she was talking like, here's all the information. We just put it all out there and we hope that policymakers will use it. You know, we hope that they will. And, you know, this person, Lion, is his name really Lion? It's Professor, I know, that's a serious, that's a baller name. I want to be called Lion. Lion Shahab basically said the same thing. Um, There's another quick one here from uh, John Britton. I've mentioned John Britton, Professor John Britton a lot. Emeritus Professor of Respiratory Medicine. That's a good, I mean, that's a resume right there. Emeritus Professor of Respiratory Medicine, University of Nottingham. He said, this comprehensive review of all data on the efficacy of electronic cigarettes in helping people to quit provides definitive confirmation that electronic cigarettes offer smokers an effective means of quitting and perhaps even more so than some licensed stop smoking medicines. 
It therefore endorses the UK policy of promoting electronic cigarettes as a consumer product that can help smokers quit completely and supports the recommendation of electronic cigarettes in the NHS, the National Health Services. Questions over their long-term safety will not be resolved until the products have been in use for many years, but all of the available evidence indicates that any long-term adverse effects are likely to be far smaller than those of smoking tobacco. So harm reduction. Mm-hmm. Why is it that some people get it? And why? <laughs> That's the question, isn't it? That's the question into it. And, and I like that John Britton, my favorite thing that he said in here was that uh, this endorses the UK policy of promoting e-cigs as a consumer product. That's really critical. That's yeah. really important because not a pharmaceutical, not product. a pharmaceutical product. That's not what we want. We don't want to end up in the same boat as Australia where you'd be getting a prescription. You'd have to go to a right. doctor and make an appointment and get a prescription and then find a pharmacist that stocks nicotine so that you can DIY your own liquids. That's ridiculous. We don't, we don't want to be in that. So I like that he pushes for the whole, it's a consumer product. Yep. And it should, agreed. It should stay. That's why it works better. That's why it works better. So there you go. That's the Cochrane Libraries report, meta analysis. It's a big deal. This is loads of studies all analyzed by the very prestigious, very prestigious Cochrane. uh, Cochrane collaboration. Collaboration. I feel like they go by a lot of names. Yeah, the Cochrane. Library. I just keep yeah. saying Cochrane Library, the Cochrane Library. But uh, yeah, let me look at my notes real fast. Yeah. Comprehensive. Okay. Uh, smoking harms youth still, but worse than vaping. Yes. Uh, yeah. She addressed in that Regulator Watch video the youth, the youth issue. Did you want to yes. speak to that? I did. I really liked this. So the really interesting. So here here we are again talking about nuance, right? So she made it very clear that, you know, and I talked about this before, that essentially it is entirely true that two things can can be accurate at the same time. One being that vaping is a net positive benefit for adults who smoke cigarettes. And it can also at the same time be true that vaping may perhaps be a net negative for young people who don't smoke, let's say. Right. So yes. we want this group to use it. We don't really want this group to use it. Both can be true at the same time, <laughs> but it doesn't yep. mean that the product should be banned. It nope. means that we just need to regulate it intelligently and yep. smartly. Yep. And we need to keep an eye on both groups and act accordingly. And I really appreciated that she said that, you know, and she kind of made it, you know, made the case that like, just because it's not good for children doesn't mean it can't be good for other groups of people. And that shouldn't be the only thing that we pay attention to. Yes. Well, and in the same way, it's like, there's also plenty of just consumer products, right? That are for adults, right? These are for adults. They're not, they're not, they're not not so great for kids. Uh, Not so great. Fine completely for, illegal. Yeah, right. It tot- totes illegal. <laughs> completely illegal, but legal for an, a, a free adult American to purchase as much beer as you want. Right. You can buy as much as you want. Or, for example, no aspirin. Limits. Over-the-counter aspirin. Aspirin. May perhaps be good for people 
who are at higher risk for a heart condition or a heart attack, but bad for people who have clotting issues, let's say. Right. And, yep, exactly. You know, thinning. That's a great so example. we don't want those people to perhaps take aspirin every day, yep. but we do want someone with a heart, you know, a certain heart condition or is at risk for a, a you know, cardiac event. Yep. Cardiac to, event. We're capable of doing this. We're yes. capable of giving people this advice and saying, you guys probably shouldn't use it. You guys totes should use it. And, you know, and here's how we're going to accordingly. Here's how we're going to, you know, put this information out, educate everybody. Yeah. You know, it's the same reason why high schoolers aren't running around with nicotine patches on. Right. Like, that's right. not cool. That's not a gum. thing that's <laughs> happening. You know, like that's not really a thing. And yeah. It's because it's always been boring. You know, yes. they've always educated people and said, this is what this is for. And it's not for this. It's for that. I think that, you know, that could be applied to a lot of other things. Yeah. Besides yeah. Uh, so many other things, so many other things. And like, you know, it's like you were saying, we need to regulate with a scalpel rather than just, you know, like a, a big, like a big hammer, right? Just right. smash, you know, smash things. And, we have the ability now to keep things away from people that are, not, you know, this isn't the first time we have this ability to do it. Yeah. This is not our first rodeo. We've I don't know how, I don't know how they land so firmly on prohibition. It's like, well, this is really great for adults, but bad for kids. Prohibition. Mm -hmm. Sex, really great for adults. Kids probably shouldn't be doing it. Abstinence only programs. They don't work. Hi, yeah. prohibition. Hi, right. definitely, totally, definitely doesn't work. And yeah, I was glad she brought that up too. She made another comment about, uh, she brought up cigarettes. She said, you know, cigarettes, kids are still getting their hands on cigarettes and they're much worse, <laughs> you know, yes. terribly worse for you, for any end user, especially right. for kids. And they're still getting their hands on them. It's like, does this, you know, relatively harmless <laughs> you know right. is, th is this a bigger concern that, than tobacco cigarettes right and especially if perhaps it's an off-ramp to ever smoking in the first place yeah like there are other things to consider she understood yeah. the nuance and i know she that did. there were a few um where i don't know if we have time if you were going to talk about her um being like agnostic towards mm. the the results yeah. of this because there were some people in chat who i noticed hi chat um that were a little bit put off by the maybes and probably's and you know the kind of language that they use but there's a reason for yeah. that and that's the language that language is reaffirming to me that's language is reassuring that shows me that they are not jumping to conclusions you know, that they're taking this seriously and that they adjust them based on data. So in 2016, when they had less data, they said, you know, oh, I don't remember low, the language. Low, low moderate. Low, low moderate, right? And now that we have more data, now it, we're up to like, we have moderate certainty or super, we super. <laughs> super totes. <laughs> we super totes know that this is gonna, yeah. And so to me, that is good. That's being like, cautiously let's actually follow the data instead of let's burn a cartomizer into rat lungs and then conclude that right. nichrome causes evoli that's being, off the fucking deep end right they're being objective you guys right. like this objective. is objective language 
you know, if I'm writing an article about something and it looks like something is the case, the correct terminology is it may do this. That's that's being the most diplomatic, the most accurate and leaving open for interpretation or for future right. information. For so future when they say maybe or probably or may, you don't necessarily you shouldn't see that as a bad thing. You should see that as a very honest thing mm -hmm. and that they're they're really being objective. Yes, they. Yeah, exactly. They're really they're really being objective in this and even getting to the place where we're talking about keeping things from people that don't need them or would not benefit from them and having them for benefit. I feel like that discussion is still a ways away. Like that discussion for this country, it's hard for this country. That discussion is a ways away because first we have to get to those in tobacco control and legislators and lawmakers and policymakers to even just acknowledge you know, vaping. It's like we're taking right. the, the babyest steps possible. We have to you know. acknowledge, like, there's two groups, right? And they haven't even admitted, really, that vaping is, in fact, a net positive for one of the groups. Right. They're only focusing that it's definitely a net negative for kids. We yep. first have to get them to acknowledge the positive, And then we get to the point of, okay, let how can we weigh these? Yeah, how, and how can we yep. regulate accordingly? Yep. Yepers. But they're yeah. not even convinced that it's a it's an effective, you know, quit smoking consumer product yet. So we yeah. still have we still have some work to do, you guys. Oh, my battery is exhausted. Hey, uh -oh. look at that. I guess that means it's time to end the stream here. Hang on. I gotta bring my video back in some fashion. Uh let's see what is we it, can do. Is it here. what's it called? Crappy McCrack crap. Yeah, cam? let's go to where's crap cam? There, hi, there it is. I'll just be floating over here off to the side. That's fine. Hey, that's fine. We can end the stream like this. But uh, I, I didn't want to run too long. We're a little bit long right now. We had some Sorry. truth initiative stuff. No, that's fine. No, that's that's fine. We always have stuff to talk about for next week. I'm going to talk about the truth initiative, I think, next week. I feel like that's a good jumping off point. And they're, they're silly, silly ad campaigns, truth initiative. You... you you lunatics. First puppets, now talking animals. <laughs> yeah, what will puppets. they do next? <laughs> yeah, I know. this poor. I just think of this poor dog. It's like this famous pug that's just a dog. And it's like, well, now you're the anti-vaping dog. And the dog's like, I'm just a dog. I don't, you know, <laughs> you're the anti-vaping dog now. Youths will listen to you. Yeah. Do they want youths? I don't know. We won't get into this now, but next was, week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about the Truth Initiative, but uh, that's going to bring us to the end of another Tuesday Bro Newsday episodes. Woo! Where's the, where's my cloud, my crowd cheering? Where'd they go? I don't know. Woo! Another Tuesday Bro Tuesday. So we will have links all down in the description to literally everything that we talked about. Uh, literally everything. All the calls to actions, all the tweets, all the Cochrane stuff. So you can read it, uh, absorb it. I will have a link as well to the Regulator Watch video that he did uh, on this very subject. Great video. Highly recommend watching it. But uh, I guess that's all we got for today, everybody. So thank you, Danielle. Appreciate you Thanks, uh, being here. This, this is fantastic. It's working out better than I had ever imagined it would. And I'm so excited about the future of this program. Damn it. But uh, happy election day to you. Everybody remember to vote. Vote your hopes. Uh, vote your hopes. That's all I ever say. That's all I'm ever going to say. 
vote your hopes. And remember that Joe Jorgensen said this. She said, uh, what? Shit, I can't. Uh, we vape, we vote. We hear you. We see you and we've got your back. Joe Jorgensen, everybody. Vote your hopes. I voted for Joe Jorgensen. Vote your hopes. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, no matter what anybody tells you, vaping is at least 95% less harmful for you than burning those deadly, deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. So yeah, you guys, no matter what is in your hand, let's keep on vaping. Peace out, guys. Peace out.